Impiraressa. From the Venetian. Impirar. To thread. Name given in Venice to the craftswomen who used to thread colored glass beads with long needles. Hi, my name is Anna Battista and I'm a journalist, writer and translator. Some of you may recognize me as the founder of IreneBenation.com and those who are familiar with my work also know that I love words. Yes, I do, even in this digital age where we are constantly mesmerized and distracted by images relentlessly picking on the screens of our devices. Even when whatever dazzles the eye with a kaleidoscope of vibrant colors and fills our senses with insta thrills and kicks, seems to matter more than what truly touches our hearts and leaves a lasting imprint on our minds. Take this word, impiares. It sounds a bit like the English noun empress or pirates. But it is actually a Venetian word used to define a craftswoman who used to thread with long needles colored glass beads made by local artisans. The unassuming impiares worked from their doorsteps, gathered in small groups outside their houses in shared public spaces. These scenes were often captured in engravings, paintings or black and white photographs in which men are usually absent. Seeing these depictions, you can envision them singing or talking about their daily lives, struggles and aspirations as they diligently threaded each bead. You can imagine them recounting a legendary tale about the King of Italy, Victor Emmanuel III, who supposedly fell in love with an impiarista during a visit to Venice. Though this was an ordinary and humble job, passed on from mother to daughter, it was important for the number of women it employed and for its economic relevance. It provided indeed a vital means of support for the families, especially during times when men faced extended periods of unemployment. Besides, without these dedicated women, the local merchants would have been unable to market the exquisite Venetian beads and long alluring strands. Chances are that the fringes of Venetian glass beads you may see applied on fashion designs and accessories, or on interior design pieces, or in funeral beaded wreaths, or on the traditional attires of different populations from Asia to Africa, preserved in museums all over the world were threaded by these women. The Imperessa would work even after dinner and after their family members would go to bed. They would never rest, not even on a Sunday. Yet the compensation for their work was not generous. In fact, despite requiring skill, patience and keen eyesight, these women received rather meager wages. In August 1904, the Imperialists orchestrated a strike in Venice. At the time, some newspapers commented that they were the most oppressed group of laborers, not only in Venice, but throughout all of Italy. However, with limited alternatives, they had little choice but to accept the job. 
yet the most skilled among them ingeniously devised strategies to maximize their earnings. These women, often using between 14 to 16 needles, demonstrated remarkable dexterity by threading beads on multiple strings simultaneously. They held the needles in a fan-shaped configuration, definitely working uh, with just three fingers, selecting the beads from the cellula, a wooden tray positioned on their knees. This podcast draws its primary inspiration from the Imperessa, investing here with a symbolic meaning. The act of threading beads mirrors the art of storytelling and using multiple needles becomes a metaphor for exploring a variety of topics. Like an Imperessa threading beads, this podcast weaves a tapestry of stories tackling a wide range of themes. Some will appear disconnected, inappropriate or bizarre. You'll encounter different styles from rigid dramas or just personal dramas about my undeniably maladjusted role in society, to commentary on current events and the occasional interview. There will be moments of tears and moments of laughter, primarily at my own expense because let's face it, it's far nobler to laugh at oneself than at others. Sometimes it would be whimsical, at other times wildly unpredictable and perhaps a tad anarchic. Expect bouts of anger. Hopefully it would be an eccentric journey, like the one in the Japanese manga and anime Nami Yoki Itekure. Wave Listen to Me by Hiroaki Samura. While I may not be Mina Recorder, pondering questions about law while imagining a brown bear attack or harboring dreams or Mitsuo's demise, you get the idea. It's all about embracing that particular mood. With this podcast dedicated to everyone, but especially the misfits, those who've taken a detour in life and somehow managed to make every possible mistake. Those who stirred up endless trouble and have consistently chosen the road less traveled, often the most difficult one, knowing that by choosing any other road, they would have turned into boring conformists instead of the resilient rebels they are today. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy in Piresa. This podcast is brought to you by Arena Brunation and Cut Music. All the music featured in this episode is fully licensed through Cut Music. Music